This year, I am focused on saving and investing, but I still want to do things like travel. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side-by-side to maximize your spending, some even offering 10 times points on your spending, which means you could end up with a free flight or maybe a better hotel room. So what could future you do with smarter financial decisions? Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. We're so excited to introduce you to Great Jones. Great Jones makes high-quality, thoughtfully designed cookware that's so stunning, you won't want to put it away. They have everything from Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to non-stick sheet pans. They've got everything you want. I have the Saucy, which is a terrific saucepan. It has curved sides. It has a pouring spout. It has a lid. And it looks so elegant. It's really a pleasure just to look at it on the counter, even before we're using it. Yes, I love all the colors. Yeah. They make stunning gifts that are actually useful. Weddings, housewarming parties, birthdays. It's the perfect gift for the foodie in your life. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code HAPPIER. That's greatjones.com, promo code HAPPIER. Hello and welcome to Happier, a podcast where we discuss cutting-edge science, the wisdom of the ages, lessons from pop culture, and our own experiences about how to be happier. This week, we'll talk about why you might consider the vital nine areas as you think about how to make 22 a happier, healthier, more productive, and more creative year. And we'll also discuss some know-yourself-better questions that will also help you zero in on what your aims might be for 2022. I'm Gretchen Rubin, a writer who studies happiness, good habits, resolutions, aims, all that sort of thing. And I'm in New York City, and joining me today from L.A. is my sister, Elizabeth Kraft, my sister, the sage. That's me, Elizabeth Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in L.A. And Gretch, I have to tell you, I got a box of products from your website yesterday. Oh, good. (laughs) Excellent. It was very heavy. I was like, what is this? Ah, my memento journals. Oh, good for your walking group. Excellent. Now, one last reminder. If you want to give a book of mine to someone with a signed personalized book plate, please go ahead and ask now. Or if you want a personalized signed book plate for your own book, that's fine too. Feel free to ask for as many as you like. But you probably should ask now if you want it for the holiday season because it does take me some time to get these things processed. This is for U.S. and Canada only. I am sorry. That is because of mailing costs. Feel free to ask for as many as you want within limits. You can go to GretchenRubin.com slash resources. And if you look under podcast resources, um, there's a place where you can fill in the name that you want it to be personalized to. And also, I need your mailing address because these are actual physical things that I will mail to you. So it's GretchenRubin.com slash resources. Better act now, Gretch. We've all been hearing about the delays in in shipping. Yeah, and I cannot say that I am I do this with the greatest alacrity. Right, um, right. It takes some time to get it all worked through. Now, for the try this at home, Elizabeth, our try this at home tip is to start to consider your aims for 2022. And I made a little rhyme. 
What would you do for a happier you in 2022? Nice. I like it. <laughs> yes, this is the question we're asking ourselves today. Well, Gretch, we have many ideas for this, of course, and yes. we'll talk about them in upcoming episodes. Um, we'll be choosing our one-word theme for the year. Yes. We'll be writing our 22 for 22 list. Yes. Oh, and by the way, a couple of people have already asked for the PDF where you can start to fill out your 22 for 22 list. And that is also at GretchenRubin.com slash resources if you want to go ahead and print out that page and start filling that in because it takes a little while to think of all the items. Um, yes. So again, GretchenRubin.com slash resources for that free page. I need to do that because I have mine like written on little post-it notes. Yes, me uh, too. Around my desk. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and we also have the hashtag walk 20 and 20, hashtag read 21 and 21. Very soon we will unveil our idea for hashtag 22 and 22. So that's another way to think about aims. Yes. Now, so today, as we get ready for those more specific exercises, and as we enter into the kind of new year, new you period, where a lot of times people take a moment to reflect and step back and think about what they want the new year to hold, we thought it would be helpful to go through what are the categories of aims that you might think about? Yes, Gretch, it is so important to take the time to think about what you want. Otherwise, you have no hope of doing it. No, I mean, that's the thing. You only hit a target if you yeah. aim at it, probably. Yeah. And so it is really valuable to stop and reflect on what we want from our lives. I mean, I think it's just very easy when everybody's so busy that you don't think about what are the things that you could do to make yourself happier, healthier, more productive, more creative. And when we identify an aim, we can start to think about how we might achieve it. Like we could monitor it, we can get more clarity, and we get a boost both from pursuing our aims and also just the atmosphere of growth that comes from feeling like you're making progress toward an aim. Yes. And as we know, Gretch, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Oh, yes. So often I have found that as soon as I set a resolution or I set an aim, I start finding new ways to move towards that aim. For instance, years and years and years ago, when I was just starting a blog, I, I had just started thinking, you know, I really should start a blog, but I didn't know how. And then I was at lunch with some random acquaintance and she randomly mentioned that she had started a blog and how she had done it. And I was like, okay, you know what? Don't get it perfect, get it going. If it's good enough for her, it's good enough mm. for me. And so this one person really led to me having a blog that I started in 2008 and have kept up ever since. But I think if I hadn't consciously said to myself, one of the things I want to do this year is to start a blog, I wouldn't have been on the lookout for that information. Right. I might not have, have cued into it. Absolutely. Now, when we think about things that we can do to boost our happiness, sometimes there's things that are like one-time actions that we need to get done. Like, I need to fix my desk chair. And that is a single task, and that's really good for the 22 for 22 list because these are things that you can put on a to-do list and cross off. They're like one-time actions. Yeah. But for habits, we need a different approach. Yeah, I mean, because a lot of times what the things that will make us happier are habits. Habits are the invisible architecture of everyday life. About 40% of what we do every day is shaped by our habits. And so they play a really important role in helping us have a happier life. And this is where the vital nine comes in. Because when you look at the habits that people most often want to form, almost always they fall into these vital nine categories. So like, okay, on my happier app, my new app, it will prompt you with these areas because often it helps people think about what they want 
Mm. when they think about the vital nine. Because as you start thinking about these different categories, you start thinking, ooh, that sounds good, or I think that would make me happier, or that would give me more energy. And so it's useful to review the nine, I think. Yes, I definitely need to review. And one other, another reason that it's important, I think, to think about AIMS is that what research shows is that often, and this is a funny paradox, when people really strongly want to do something, they tend to underplan because they think, I want this so much that my desire for it will just like help me to execute. But in fact, we do much better when we decide to do it in some kind of concrete, manageable way. So we have to figure out where we want to make a difference and then turn it into an actual action. But so today we're just going to think about what are our aims? What, what might we want to do? That's what we're going to focus on today. And the first category is energy. Yeah. That's things like exercise and sleep, because we all know that when we have energy, it's easier to do all the other things and to Mm -hmm. make us happier. So for something like go for a daily walk for hashtag walk 20 and 20, that's the vital nine category of energy. And Elizabeth, you know, I have been working on my napping. I am tracking this in the Happier app because Mm -hmm. this is something that really does boost my energy. And so I'm working on that. How about you? Anything you're thinking about? I'm tracking in the app, actually, um, trying to go to bed by 11 p.m. Okay. That's my goal for 22. Yes. So some of these are already underway. Yes. Which is good. Running start. And then the next item in the vital nine is productivity. So this is focus, work, and progress. So for instance, a person might have the aim of holding a particular day of the week as a meeting-free day. I've heard of people doing that, like no meetings on a day so you can just focus on other work. How about you, Elizabeth? Do you have an aim in productivity that you want to pursue? Rich, I have to tell you, I don't even think I need an aim. I feel like that's my whole life right now is being (laughs) productive and working and focusing on work. So it's just what I'm doing. I don't even need to set a name. So this is a good example of like everyone's happiness project is different. Not everybody needs to work on all these things all the time. And Mm. so just you're going to skip ahead to something else. How about you? I'm still trying to figure out my review reading. Mm. I want to do this like daily check-in where I do a certain kind of reading and I keep tinkering with it and it never really clicks. So I'm still working on that. Okay. And then the next category is relationships that we want to connect and deepen. Yeah. And this is huge. This is maybe, this is one of the most important and, and maybe the most important of all the vital nine because relationships are so key to happiness. So this could be something like starting a group to discuss a different podcast each month. I'm trying to have the aim of being even better. I'm already pretty good at this, but I really want to take it to the next level of sending, just thinking of you texts and emails. Like, Stephen Sondheim recently died, and I have a friend who's just like the most ardent Sondheim fan. So I just sent an email saying like, oh, I saw the sad news that Stephen Sondheim had died, and I'm thinking of you because I know how important Sondheim is to you. Just that little bit like, you know, I'm just taking a moment to reach out because something made me think of you. I feel like that is so valuable, and I'm always so glad I did it. So I really want to be even more conscientious about that. How about you, Elizabeth? What's your relationships Well, I have a couple of things. I mean, I think, Gretch, because I'm so into my productivity right now, I actually need to focus more on the relationships so that I don't just lose sight of that. Exactly. So one thing I want to do is read side by side with Jack at night before he goes to bed, before I go to bed, um, spend some time just lounging and reading together. 
each reading our own thing. Oh, see, that's a great idea. And then I also want to try to take time to sit outside with Adam and just talk um, yeah. because, you know, we have our great fire pit. But we love to yeah. sit. But, <laughs> yeah. You know, we have to think of consciously going out and yeah. turning it yeah. on and sitting there yeah, just so that we can catch up with each other. And I don't, again, just fall into the vortex. Of working, working, yes. working. Well, again, this is a great example. You might have to think of your aims as almost offsetting each other, or I don't need to work on this, but because this one is so uppermost already, I need to think about these other ones to keep them all present in my life. So I think that's a great example of that. The next of the vital nine is recharging. So this is, you know, ways to relax and rest. And I think for many of our listeners, hashtag read 21 and 21 was a really important way to bring the recharging in. Yes. And for me, I love to read, but I, I need to make sure that I have time to read just for fun. I've noticed that there's a lot of reading that I, I feel like I need to do, mm. but sometimes I just want to read whatever I feel like reading. Maybe yeah. I'm just rereading something just for fun. I want to m- make sure that I, I don't get too purposeful yes. with my reading. I want it to stay fun. How about you, Elizabeth? Well, one thing that's interesting is now that we have a dog, Nacho, yes, which Nacho. is so great. I've been getting up at 6.30 and taking him out in the morning. And one thing I found that I love to do, and it's definitely a relaxing thing, is to listen to an audiobook while I mm. take him out in the morning. Mm. And then I can keep an eye on him because he is a puppy, but I can listen to the book and it's just a great way to relax right before right. the day. So instead of my coffee with CNN, now I have nacho and audiobook. Oh, that does sound more recharging. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next in the vital nine is order, which is clear, organized. So this is things like make your bed every morning, follow the one minute rule, Oh, gosh, Gretch, I am, this is, I can't even begin to quantify here what I need to do on this front. Well, maybe this is an example of like, this is something that is in your vital nine, but not yet. Right. Because if you tried to make this an aim, you would be setting yourself up for not succeeding. Mm -hmm. But it's something that when the time is right. I will rush to your side if at all possible and do this. I think I'm looking at July. Okay. But you know that it is something that would help you feel. Oh, yes. Yeah. Outer order contributes to inner calm. Even for someone who's clutter blind like you, like at a certain point, you just want to get some organization. What about you? I did this thing. Well, I actually, I think this is more of a, like a 22 for 22. So for my five senses book, I have all this sort of stuff that I've accumulated, my M berries and my, <laughs> my sampler cups and my kinetic sand samples <laughs> and all this kind of thing. And it was just in an open container and it looked very messy. It was all very neatly organized, but it just, there was a lot of visual noise. And finally I thought, you know, even an underbuyer like me should just go out and buy a box from like Paper Source, which is what Mm. I did. I bought a very nice white box with gold Mm. flex. So it's very pretty. And I just put everything in there and put it in exactly the same place on the shelf. But it just looks so much cleaner than having a jumble of stuff that it, it's really uh, making me far more relaxed. But that's not really an aim. That's like a one-time thing. Right. But I have to mention it because I feel like it was a huge triumph. Pretty boxes go a long way. It's so true. You Can't can do a lot with a box. have pretty boxes. Yes. Okay, then the very specific to the more transcendent, purpose. And so mm. this is these are aims about reflection, identifying your values, engaging with your values. So a daily one-sentence journal, This a lot of people use it in this way. And that's it's a tool within the app. 
because a lot of people use a one-sentence journal maybe as a gratitude journal, maybe as a parenthood journal or a project that they're working on. That can be a really useful tool to maintain that. Well, one thing that's interesting, Gretchen, is I feel like doing the Happier podcast and Happier in Hollywood actually helps me consciously reflect and identify Mm. and engage every week. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. And that's outer accountability, which works very well for you as an obliger. Yes. Yes, that's true. I think a lot of people meditate every morning might be this, like read spiritual readings every morning. I am working on my aphorism project, and this helps me to reflect and try to have deeper observations about human nature. And I put this in the app to keep it uppermost in my mind because I Mm. I do best with my aphorism project when I think about it constantly and I want to make sure that I'm always mulling it over in the background. Yes. All right, Gretchen, coming up, we're going to talk about mindful consumption. But first, this break. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and free. And, you know, Elizabeth, I now work with a team and hiring the right people is so important. It's maybe the most important thing. And LinkedIn makes the process of identifying and hiring people easy and intuitive. I know that when I've been hiring for my team, it's hard to find quality candidates to interview. And LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe without spending a fortune, and luckily I found Quince. Elizabeth, I got the Flow Knit Wide Leg Pant. It's very light. It's perfect for the summer. It packs very easily. I recently went on a trip with my family, and I took it with me, and they were just the thing to wear on a really hot day where I wanted to be covered up, but I wanted something that looked great and also was very comfortable. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Gretchen for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Gretchen to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Gretchen. So the next item in the Vital Nine is mindful consumption. So this is things related to eating and drinking and spending and scrolling and consuming things mindfully. So this might be aims like planning ahead meals for the week or tracking your spending for a month or swapping afternoon coffee for green tea. I have realized that when I get a certain kind of tiredness, that's when I tend to just scroll, scroll, scroll through my newsfeed Mm. basically because I'm too tired to get up and just physically go get my book. 
Mm-hmm. And so now I'm really aiming to think, go get my book. And if I still want to look at my newsfeed with my, with my book in my hand, that's okay. But I know that once I have my book, I'll want to read the book. And right. it's really just that little bit of inconvenience is what's keeping me from reading. When I'm at that certain, you know, that certain kind of tiredness? Oh, yes. Yeah, it's kind totally. of end-of-day tiredness. Um, now, how about you, Elizabeth? How, what kind of mindful consumption are you thinking of working on? Well, I've talked about this before, and I haven't had success yet. But in 22, I want to have success at not snacking after, I'm saying 10 p.m. now. Obviously, earlier would be better, but I'm trying to start with baby steps. Now, Elizabeth, I have to say, this is one where I do feel like asking your permission to <laughs> unleash my happiness bully self on you, because I feel like... There's so much that could be done around that. Mm. That's a great aim. And and there are a lot of tools that you could use to tackle it from many different directions. But I don't sense that you are eager for that kind of, shall we say, support at this (laughs) point. So I am just standing ready. All right. I'm going to ponder that. Okay. (laughs) It's not January 1st yet. Okay. Okay. Yes. You mull over um, whether you feel like... Unleashing, Unleashing yeah. Yes. You've been through it before. Let's just say that. Yeah. Okay. Then the next of the vital nine is mindful investment. So there's mindful consumption and mindful investment. And this is about saving, experiencing, you know, investing in experience, supporting, like, what are the institutions and organizations and people that you want to support? So these might be aims like donating each month to a cause you care about or investing in equipment to make exercise more convenient, saving a certain amount each month toward travel, buy nothing months. That's something that I think is becoming more and more popular. I am going to have an aim of regularly donating our books. Mm. I do this from time to time, but I want to do it regularly so it doesn't pile up into a big job. And I mean, if we're not going to be reading these books, I want to get them into the hands of people who will as soon as possible. So I want to make that a more regular habit. How about you, Elizabeth? Well, this is an investment Mm. one. I really want to upgrade our outdoor furniture. Mm. I don't know. Maybe that's more of a 22 for 22, but I just feel like we're out there so much. Yeah. We didn't know when we initially got furniture sort of what we needed or what it would be. Well, especially now that it's like a part-time office for you. Yes, exactly. So I think that might be a place to invest. Well, that's interesting because... If it's something that you need to do on the regular basis until it gets done, it could be an aim. Mm. Or if it's more of just like a, like we just need to buckle down and do this and figure this out. So you'll have to think about, is that better off as an aim or is that better off as a 22 for 22? I think sometimes it's probably you could go either way, depending on how you approach it. Yeah. Yes. And then the ninth of the vital nine is creativity. So this is about learn, practice, play, whether, you know, somebody might want to practice the guitar every day or every Sunday, watch a classic movie. Now here, Elizabeth, is one, this is an aim that I, it's a bold aim and I'm not sure I'm really going to follow through with it, but I do feel this urge to take a watercolor class. I see you doing that. So I'm thinking about making it an aim. I think you should. I absolutely think you should. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm. I and that's why we're doing this now because yes. I can. I have time to mull, to ponder, to see if a little information helps me. 
How about you, Elizabeth? What are you thinking about in the creativity area? Well, I want to play Mahjong in person oh. again once a month. We got completely off during COVID. For a while, sure. we played on Zoom and online. But, you know, it's just at a certain point, everyone yeah. had enough Zoom and it just yeah. they were over it. So now yeah. that we could play together again, we need to get back on our regular schedule because I really miss that yeah. time. And when you were just getting clicking. into it, I know I was just getting to where I really understood the game. Yeah. So I need yeah. that. That's very important. Oh, that's great. That's see, that's a great example where it's like, if you put a little focus onto it, you might really br bring it into your life in a big way. But if you sort of forget about yes. it, it might just two Float more away. years could go by. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so these are the vital nine. Be thinking the vital nine for different people, different things will be important. As Elizabeth, as you say, like sometimes one isn't an issue. Your life is taking care of it for you. And so you have to think about other ones. If you are starting to think about these and think about your aims, I will say in the Happier app, it prompts you with the vital nine to help you think about what you might want and then to create concrete, manageable actions that then you can track with all the tools that are in the app to help you keep up with it. So it's good to start now. Yes. I mean, every now is always the right time to start a happiness project. So if you feel like doing it now, <laughs> do it now. Don't wait. But I do think a lot of people are starting to think about these issues just as yes. a natural consequence of the year coming to an end. Yes, I know I am. Yeah. Oh, and I should also say that in the app, it takes into account your tendency. The first thing ah. it does is take you, if you don't know your tendency, it takes you through the quiz to find out your tendency mm -hmm. so that you can be matched with the tools that are most likely to help you keep your aim because it's different for the different tendencies. Yeah. And if people want more information, Gretchen, they can just go to the happierapp.com. Yeah. And find out all about it and how to, you know, downloading it and all that. So let us know if you do try this at home and what aims you're starting to identify for 2022 and what areas of the vital nine they fall into. I think, Alyssa, it'll be really interesting to see if there are patterns that emerge. Let us know on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Drop us an email at podcast at GretchenRubin.com. Or as always, you can go to the show notes. This is happiercast.com slash 354 for everything related to this episode. Okay, Gretchen, it is time for this week's happiness hack. And this comes from Chris who says, my feet are a little wide. Occasionally, I fall in love with a shoe that pinches a bit, but is not available in a wide width. I often buy the shoes anyway, hoping that after a good break-in period, they will stretch and become comfortable. Sometimes this works, and sometimes it does not. I explained this to the salesperson as I tried on a pair of leather loafers last week. A half size up was too loose in the heel, but in my size, the shoes were just a bit too tight. To my surprise, she offered to stretch the shoes for me right there in the store while we waited. She whipped out a wooden adjustable shoe stretcher and went to work. After a couple of test fittings, she had those brand new shoes feeling broken in and like they had been custom made for my feet. I had no idea this process could be so easy. I bought the shoes, but before we had even left the mall, I ordered a shoe stretching gizmo of my own. <laughs> Online, they were priced from around $25 for plastic models to around $75 for the higher-end wooden ones. I settled on a model in the middle, wood made by Foot Fitter, priced under $40. Since receiving it, I have stretched several pairs of shoes that pinched or rubbed with 100% success. I guess I knew that shoe repair shops could stretch leather shoes, but I never took the time to look into it. 
I did not know I could buy my own stretcher to keep at home so reasonably and that it would work on synthetic materials too. This little gadget has already brought me so much happiness. Well, I mean, who knew, Gretchen? Who knew? And oh my gosh, having your shoes go from being uncomfortable to comfortable is such a booster. And I love just like the simplicity of this solution. Yes. You get this thing, you use it. I'm so excited to try this. Yes. Thank you, Chris. Coming up, we have three know yourself better questions that will help you identify your aims. But first, this break. Gretch, I love eating sandwiches like a grilled cheese or a peanut butter sandwich is my ideal lunch, but I'm very aware of my carb intake, so oftentimes I avoid sandwiches. Luckily, Hero Bread has remade carby, empty-calorie bread products into fluffy, delicious versions that include no-net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and fewer calories. Plus, it has protein and fiber. I have been using it to make grilled cheeses, and I use their tortillas to make a cheese quesadilla, and I am in heaven. Hero Bread tastes great, has a terrific texture, and helps you meet your nutrition goals. Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use happier at checkout. That's happier at H-E-R-O dot C-O. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Gretchen, when I started my career, therapy really helped me work through all of my stresses so that I was able to concentrate at work and do a good job. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Gretchen Rubin today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Gretchen Rubin. So Elizabeth, we talked about identifying your aims in 2022 to be a happier you in 2022. And so to help with this process, here are a few know yourself better questions that we can all consider as we're trying to figure out what it is that would make us happier in the coming year. So here's a question. If you could magically adopt one habit, what would add the most to your happiness? And I think using the idea of magic where it just would be effortless and instant Mm -hmm. sometimes helps us dream bigger or think about things because we're not constrained by what we feel like we could do or what's realistic. So do you have any thoughts? Like if you could magically wave a wand and have adopted a habit, what do you think you would do? I would definitely adopt the habit of making a healthy dinner every night. Mm -mm. Okay. But I would need magic. (laughs) I feel (laughs) like that anyway. Yeah. But it's good to think about that because it helps you brainstorm and think outside the box. Now, this isn't terribly unrealistic, but I would love for it to just magically happen, which is to post to social media more often. Mm. That's something that I want to do, and I would love for it to just magically happen. Yes. And then on the opposite side, if you could magically drop one habit, 
Again, same theory. Elizabeth, what would you magically drop? Well, I mentioned it earlier in the episode, I'm eating after 10 p.m. Or if it's magic, let's say after 8 p.m. <laughs> if it's magic. Let's dream big. <laughs> yes. What about you? I know what the people in my family would say they would wish me to magically drop, and they would have me magically drop my habit of leaving dirty dishes on the counter or in the mm. sink instead of putting them in the dishwasher. None of us are perfect about this, but we all like to accuse the others of right. not being good about it. <laughs> so if I did that, maybe I could lead the charge. Now, if I could truly magically switch any habit, I would stop hair twisting mm. because, you know, Elizabeth, I've been hair twisting since, since I was a like, child. yeah, before you were born. But it's a nervous habit, which I feel like nervous habits like hair twisting and nail biting are a little bit different from habits like leaving dirty dishes in the mm-hmm. counter. But if I could magically do it, I would magically do it. Okay, here's another question. Is there one thing you could imagine buying or a piece of information you could acquire that would make it easier to follow a good habit? Mm. For instance... A friend of mine said she'd been wanting to read, 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 and it was always hard, but then she got a library card. Ah. And all of a sudden, it was so much easier and cheaper, and she didn't even buy that. I mean, that was just something she acquired. Can you think of anything like that, Eliza? Maybe learning how to use my egg boiling maker that you got me. Yes, I've never, for some reason, figured out how to use it, and having boiled eggs in the fridge would really help me eat healthier. Oh, I'm a huge fan of that. I I'll know. put a link in the show notes okay. to this to this device, which I think I've given to every member. Of yes. Anybody I've ever met. I love this thing. I just need to learn how to use it. Yeah, believe me. That is something where I can be the magic okay. fairy godmother who, who helps you with that one. Okay. You will love it. One thing, the piece of information I need is where and how to do a watercolor class. Because mm. like you say, there may be one right around the corner for me and I just yes. don't know. Yes. So if that was a piece of information I could acquire. Yes. So these are just questions to ask yourself as you're thinking about your aims and how you might set yourself up for success with your aims as you start to really think about practically how to put them into practice. Yes. And Elizabeth, demerits and gold stars, and you are up this week for a demerit. Okay, Gretch, my demerit is that now that we're doing season two of Fantasy Island, I feel guilty whenever I take a day off. I enjoy Mm. it, but I have this knot of guilt in my stomach. Mm. And I don't want to be that person. Well, here's the thing. I want to contest that Mm. demerit because I think actually it's a gold star. Because I think as an an obliger, you feel that knot in your stomach because you feel that expectation that you should be working. Yes. But you are not working because you know this is season two. This is a marathon, not a sprint. This has to be sustainable for you and for everybody that is working so hard. And you're holding to that. And so Mm -hmm. I really feel like in a way it would be easier for you to just work, 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 work. And you know that is not the happy solution here for creativity or for for sustainability or anything. So I think you get a gold star for right. holding to it. All right. Well, thank you. And maybe that <laughs> knot will go away as I maybe as yes. I tell myself I'm doing the right yeah. thing. Yes. Call me and I'll okay. I'll I'll load you with gold stars every time <laughs> every every Sunday afternoon. Okay. Well, speaking of gold stars, what is your gold star, Gretch? Well, you know, we're always looking for great podcasts, and I just discovered a podcast that a lot of people have known about for a long time, but I had never listened to somehow called Decoder Ring. And the description is, in each episode, host Willa Paskin takes a cultural question, object, or habit, examines its history, and tries to figure out what it means and why it matters. 
And this is a kind of podcast that I love where it's just really intelligent, interesting conversation about something that you've always been sort of vaguely curious about, or maybe you never even knew enough to be curious about it, but now it's really interesting to learn about it. I, I love it. So I highly recommend Decoder okay. Ring. The resources for this week, as I mentioned, if you are starting to think about your 22 and 22 list and you want to print out the form to fill out, you can go to GretchenRubin.com slash resources. Just look under podcast resources. And of course, that's free to download. And if you are listening to this on the day that it airs, you can join me on Instagram later today at 3 p.m. Eastern. And I am going to be talking about some of my favorite holiday gifts. Oh. And Elizabeth, I wasn't thinking about my hard-boiled egg cooker, but maybe <laughs> I will throw that in there because yes. that is a classic thing that I love to give to people. And the chaffle maker. Oh, well, no, I already had the electric oh, okay. waffle maker. Okay. It's on my list of things that I want to talk about. But yeah, yeah. Um, so join me at Gretchen Rubin Instagram Live later today at 3 p.m. Eastern. And I'm also going to announce an exclusive offer if you're watching. So mm. check that out. Um, Elizabeth, what are we reading? What are you reading? I am still listening to The Devil in the White City by Eric Larson. How about you? I'm reading The Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller. Oh, I want to read that. And that's it for this episode of Happier. Remember to try this at home. Consider the vital nine as you think about what to do for a happier you in 2022. I simply cannot resist. <laughs> Let us know if you tried it and what you're thinking about working on. Thank you to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, and everyone at Cadence 13. Get in touch. Gretchen's on Instagram at Gretchen Rubin, and I'm at Liz Craft. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com. And if you like the show, please be sure to tell a friend and follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Until next week, I'm Elizabeth Kraft. And I'm Gretchen Rubin. Thanks for joining us Onward and Upward. Elizabeth, I've started trying to write down ideas for my 22 for 22 list because um, I want to have a really great list and it takes some thinking. Yes, know? I've got, um, I'm probably halfway through, I'd say. In fact, when we're done, I'm going to print out the sheet so I can start filling it out. Yeah, yeah. 22, it's coming. It's a lot of items. <laughs> From the Onward Project. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework.